Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everyone. You are tuning in to AfterBuzz TV's Olympics coverage. Make sure you stay tuned if you want to talk gymnastics. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the After Buzz TV After Show for the Rio Olympics gymnastics coverage. I am your host. My name is Danny Golub, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. I have a very special guest host with me here tonight. She is a dear friend of mine, up-and-coming food blogger, all-around great person. Liza Rubin, thank you for joining me. Where can they find you on social media, Twitter, Instagram? Ooh, this eye of the tiger it's is really just, pumping me up, pumped let me up. tell you. You can find me on Instagram the at lights. Eliza E-R. And, yeah, I'm ready to get started. All right, so like I said, Liza is an up-and-coming food blogger. When I say that, I mean, if you want to follow the best-looking stuff on Instagram, you need to hit her up. Where can they find you on your food Instagram? Okay, so on my food Instagram, you can log on to Instagram and go to fat but skinny but fat. I'm telling you, we got donuts, we got pizza, everything you ever wanted. In a, I, I follow blog. it. You will not be disappointed, y'all. Like, it is everything. We we, we have some smorgasbord. We have some <laughs> foreign food from Australia. Like, literally global eats right here. It oh. is it is amazing. I, I literally can't stop looking at it. So, it's kind of like I live vicariously through it when I'm trying to eat healthy. But I'll, I'm all for a good food Instagram. But we are here to talk about gymnastics. So, let's get right into it. Last week, we discussed the U.S. women's team and the men's team and then the all-around individual. So as we discussed, the women won the gold for the all-around for the second time in a row. They won it back in London as well for the team. And then coming in first and second was Simone and Ali, and that kind of like carried through into the individual events a little bit. Um, and then as for the men's, we saw uh, them not do so well in the all-around and individual um, all-around events, but we had some winners uh, for the men during the... Individual events. Uh, really quickly, for the men, um, we had Danell from our team. He won the silver medal for both the men's high bar and parallel bars today, and he was the alternate. So he was actually only put on the team because someone tore their ACL like a few weeks before. Right. Well, did you know his pit, his family pit bull? I love pit bulls, but Me his too. family pit bull actually bit him, and you know the um, the bite was so excruciating that he actually couldn't walk. And oh, was then, this Danelle or was this This the... was Danelle, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, wow, that's so crazy. So he was rehabbing, and then once, you know, he got pulled in as an alternate, he was ready to go. He was ready to go, and I think that, like, coming in as the underdog, it's almost easier to be more impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, he just came in and won two silver medals, like, out of nowhere. Right. I feel like the, the pressure wasn't on him in the same way that it was on someone like Simone, who goes in and everyone expects her to get five golds. Someone like Danelle could come in and just, like, pick some medals up Definitely. casually. Yeah, exactly, because he wasn't expecting to. Yeah, so it's like, okay, like, I'm just going to go with the flow, you know? Olympics, no big deal. Yeah, and no big deal. No I big mean, deal. just getting there is, like, insane. Exactly. I, can't, I literally can't even walk in a straight line, so. Um, then the men's ring, which, by the way, have you seen them do this? Because they 
hold themselves out in this thing called the iron cross where they hold both rings and then like extend their body and they can like go up into handstands and stuff from there I can't even like wrap my mind around the strength that that takes. Absolutely not. But I've tried the bars on Venice Beach, and I definitely I can't even pull myself up. It's so insane. I can't even imagine. I, I always wonder like if they're gonna like pop a blood vessel <laughs> in their head because it doesn't look like they breathe the entire time they do the rings. Like they're like literally you know? holding their breath. They yeah. hold their breath. Their faces turn bright red. Um, the guy who won this, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name. Um, he got a 16. He's from Greece. And I actually noticed that he had, like, the giant Olympic rings tattooed on his back. So when do you think he got that one? I don't know. Would you get, <laughs> if you were going to the Olympics, would you get a tattoo of, like, I feel like that would be a good enough know. reason. I think I would only get it if I won. Because what if, if you, you don't well, win? It's a constant reminder. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Thank, thank the Lord. I feel like, if anything, you know, like, getting there is such an accomplishment. Um, and then, uh, there's two, the two guys that came, um. In second and third, I believe, were Brazilian. Um, and whenever the Brazilians win in Brazil, like, the crowd goes insane. Insane. I was just going to say it. It looked like a huge party when they won. They it was crazy. The guys, I mean, I don't know if it was for this event or for, maybe it was for uh, Pommel Horse or something, but mm-hmm. when the when the Brazilian guys win, like, they're literally on the ground, like, crying, because, I mean, I don't think that, uh, he was the first, uh, Brazilian gymnast to win multiple Olympic medals. That's crazy. And to do that, like, on your home court is, is really insane. Right, um, even more so. Yeah, and then for four, for men, we had Max Whitlock, who really, like, came in strong this Olympics, um, he earned his fourth Olympic medal for the four final, uh, winning the gold, he's from Great Britain, and he comes in as a powerhouse, he, you know, kind of was, like, the front runner for this event. Um, and then, the, oh, yeah, this was the event where the, the two Brazilians got second and mm-hmm. second and third. And, like, literally they were in, like, the fetal position on the floor <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes just crying of joy. I mean, what would you do if you just want, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, no I, would be, I would be doing the same thing. I'd be a wreck. Um, I always find it interesting, you know, the floor is one that both women and men do, but men do without music. So it's, like, a little bit... The floor <laughs> for men, like, isn't my favorite because I'm used to seeing the women do it in, like... Lori Hernandez and Simone, they have, like, such sass yeah. when they do the floor, so it's funny to watch, like, the men be so serious. But... Exactly. And then when the quiet comes, it's, like, that much more intense. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and whenever these Olympic gymnasts are performing, they're, or competing, or whatever you call it, um, the crowd is, like, dead silent. Mm-hmm. You could hear a pin drop, especially <laughs> with events like the rings or the beam, like, the really right. hard ones. The crowd is, like, just as serious as the, I mean, I would be, too, as the, uh the athlete is um and then we had the men's pommel horse which is the one where it looks like they're like break dancing which that <laughs> one's crazy max whitlock also took the gold for that um and a u.s medaled in that one too alex nador he got a 15.7 which is which is crazy um and then yeah we talked a little bit about the men's high bar and then the men's parallel bar china was actually supposed to like kill it in the parallel bars and i watched the guy today nearly like he when he did his landing he fell and they said it would have it would have beat Oleg from Ukraine, who got the top score if he didn't fall, which is such a bummer because you know they must do it a hundred times right. Exactly. Well, it's funny because they were talking about Ali Reisman today, and her routine. Think about it; it takes eight years to perfect, perfect. that. Yeah, that. So that's it's the like one. when the only thing that you miss is the landing or sticking the landing or just one point off. It's just that much more devastating. Yeah, when you spend your whole life working up to this moment, and you know you've done it right so many times right. to to be on the the world's biggest stage and to mess it up. Right. Really, really sick. Especially on televised TV. <laughs> yeah, national, world, world yeah. television, the millions of people tuning in. I, I can't even imagine. Exactly. Um, so then moving on to uh, my favorite, no, no hating towards men, but I love myself some women's gymnastics. Ooh. Um, yes. So let's talk quickly beam finals. 
Um, we had, in first place, this was when Simone did not do her strongest. Mm-hmm. Simone had a wobble, so she did not get first place, which was really surprising. I'm a little bit torn here, because part of me was like, I want to see Simone take home five golds. But then the other part of me was like, nobody's perfect. You know, and no. like, even on a bad day, she lands a bronze. So, I don't really know. What do you think about that? Like, do you think it was like she should have gotten all five, or do you think the pressure was too much? I honestly think, I think she was an underdog, and I think there was, after, you know, winning so many golds, the pressure was definitely on. I think she had the whole world's eyes on her. Right. You could kind of see it in her face, um, especially after she kind of did her... Um, you know, stumble on the on the, the beam. On the yeah. beam, yeah, exactly. She kind of was just like she knew. She, she knew. was like, oh, man. Yeah, you could see the devastation in her eyes. And it's funny that you say she's an underdog because, like, to me, she was an underdog. Mm-hmm. I never really heard of Same. Simone Biles before this Olympics, but in the gymnastics community, she's been like the world champion for the exactly. last three years. So, to the average you know person, person who was Simone Biles before a month ago, now she's like the only name you hear anywhere on the exactly. News. Even down to Zac Efron. Like, let me tell you, <laughs> he literally flew to Rio for her. Oh my I'm, I'm saying it was for her. I'm not 100% sure. Well, but I am hoping it's for her. She calls she calls him her boyfriend. And, like, she loves him. And there's all these, like, gifs of them all over the internet right now of him, like, kissing her cheek and, like... I mean, is there something that we should know, <laughs> yeah. Simone? Is there something we Simone should know? Simone has, like, three boyfriends in Brazil. <laughs> she has, like, this Brazilian gymnast who she's calling her Brazilian boyfriend. Oh I think she's, like, in the Olympic Village. Well, I think, uh, <laughs> I think she has many boyfriends after yeah. this. She has oh, the she, world's pick. She literally could have any boyfriend yeah. she wants. Yeah. Well, it's also crazy because I feel like the girls' team is getting so much celebrity attention they, they have Zac Efron and I think Lady Gaga tweeted she did. at them she so, did, was, so did Taylor Swift even yeah Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift broke her Twitter silence to tweet at these she women she did so they're definitely making an impact with celebrities here do you think that one of do you think they're gonna try to get Simone or something to go on Dancing with the Stars because I know they got Allie Raceman mm. they've had Nasia Lucan and Sean Johnson from past Olympics I feel like they're gonna try to pick up one of these girls for their ooh I could definitely see that and honestly they'd be amazing at Dancing with the Stars they are they always are I mean I know Allie got, I think made it to the finals and mm-hmm. Sean I think won actually so I I don't know if there's an unfair advantage because gymnastics and dancing are very different but they are trained they're in really good shape already coordinated (laughs) way more coordinated than I could ever be but the even bigger question is who will Taylor ask to join her squad next that is a really good question Simone would be like the shortest one <laughs> in that squad. Yeah. Oh yeah. They tell her. Is, Simone is four foot eight, and all of Taylor Swift and her friends are like models. Like oh. I'm pretty sure the minimum height is like five foot ten at least <laughs> to, so. apply, to apply. To apply. They need one short girl. Yeah. Like Selena Gomez, I think is the shortest yeah. they have, and what is she like five six? <laughs> they so. need to round out the squad. Yeah. Come on. Round out the squad with Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. That would be epic. It I would, would love seriously. That. Um, anyway, back to Beam. Uh, Lori Hernandez from the U.S. got second place on that with a 15.33, which I think was great. Lori's 16 years old. Like, literally, I looked up her birthday today, and she was born in 2000, and it made me feel really old. <laughs> Don't even want to comment on that, um, because, boy. Yeah, it's crazy. So she um, had a 15.33, and, like, I really was hoping she was going to take first, but Sine Weaver's who got first place mm-hmm. from the Netherlands. She's, like, the first woman to ever get gold from the Netherlands. She's Dutch, um... So I was, and, and her routine was so perfect that it was like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take second because because of how good she is. Like, usually when the U.S. loses, I get kind of bitter. But because of how good she was, I kind of had to give it to her. Some other countries definitely deserve a little love. They do. I they mean, definitely do. Love our U.S., but come yeah. on. I mean, the only one that I'm still bitter about is Michaela, Mar- Michaela Maroney's vault from 2012. I don't know if you've seen that, but literally that girl stuck that landing perfect and she got silver for it. She had that viral meme of her like... <laughs> oh, no. The, the, There's always one of those. The, There's always one the of those. unimpressed face when yeah. she got her 
silver medal, but that's the one I'm still bitter about. Not bitter about this one. Super stoked that Lori got second um, and Simone got third. I can't finish this event without talking about Flavia from Brazil. She is the cutest thing I've ever seen oh, in my girl. life. She's four foot four, weighs 68 pounds. <laughs> like, I was obsessed with watching her just because I think I want to, like, put her in my pocket. Her pocket-sized little girl. So cute. So much energy. So talented. Mm-hmm. Like, Brazil just, the crowd went crazy for her when she came out. I loved watching her. Her energy was amazing. I'm hoping to see her again at the next Olympics. Like, someone like Lori or Flavia, who's 16 years old, who this is their first Olympics, like, I guarantee you we're going to see them again in four years in Tokyo. 100%. And I can only imagine how much better they're going to get because of how good they were. I mean, to make it to the event finals is hard. Like, even, like, Ali Raceman, who got bronze on this in London, didn't make it to the beam finals. Right. So to make it to the finals is a big deal. So these women are really, really talented, all of them that even get there. Um, next, we'll talk about the bar, uh, the uneven bars, which, um, unfortunately, Gabby Douglas had a little similar to Simone mishap she didn't fall off but it was enough to get a deduction where she ended up getting seventh place she got a 15.066 which is crazy that seventh place is breaking 15 because that's such an impressive score on bars bars are so difficult yeah they make me so nervous to watch these girls are like flying I don't even think that I could like hang on to the top bar I I keep comparing it to myself but like Bill Murray (laughs) tweeted last week I think we talked about it a bit in last week's episode but he tweeted I feel like for every Olympic event we need a regular person to do this to like juxtapose to be like the variable yeah Yeah, to like show you how difficult because they make it look so easy Mm -hmm. and it's not well it's just crazy because when they especially when they put on slow-mo or show it from the aerial position my back hurts after oh, watching. Oh, yeah. I it's feel like crazy. I need a massage. It scares me. It really is. They, but, these girls defy gravity. They yeah, fly. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible the physics that also goes into it. I'm not even going to try and explain because yeah. I'm not a physics professor, but it's just crazy how they defy physics. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the U.S., uh, second place on this is Madison Koshin, and Madison Koshin came here to do bars. This is her strong suit. I mean, I believe on the team finals for the U.S., she got a 15.933, which is like the the best score I've seen in that of the Olympics probably ever. I, I don't I don't know. But unfortunately, if she had gotten that score during the event finals, she would have won, which is so heartbreaking when right. that happens. Um, but she lost to, uh, I mean, didn't lose. She got silver and Aliyah Mustafina from Russia got gold. And to see Ali, Aliyah smile is something that like actually fills my heart with joy because she is such a stoic, classic Russian gymnast. To see her, like, be happy and have fun and, like, actually win a gold for once was, like, really empowering, you know? Right. Well-deserved. It was really well-deserved. She worked her whole life for this. I was a little bitter towards her because in 2012, she and Allie both got bronze and the tie- there was a tiebreaker, so Aaliyah ended up getting it and Allie didn't. Right. So, like, up until this year, until until Allie had her redemption and got the silver in the all-around, <laughs> I was a little bit bitter towards Aaliyah, but now I can appreciate her, and I think she is well-deserving to win the gold on bars. She was amazing. Well, it's just crazy because the scores in between the two are so just close. so close, and it's I a, think... It's a seven... A seventh of like it's like less than a hundredth of a point right and they were the commentators were talking about it and you know they had a couple of handstands that were off but honestly it was all in the landing too it was like, it really really they know, both stuck the their landing yeah. you know that, it comes down to the landing it really does because mm-hmm. like even back to the men's stuff like on on the um on the parallel bars and on the um, on the rings, like, you really have to stick those landings. Like, they, they t- can take off, a t- I think it's a tenth of a point for every, like, small hop. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the size of the hop. That there, We'll talk about it in a little bit. But I, gymnastics is really hard for me sometimes because it is a subjective judging sport. 
Whereas like with swimming or track, like you have a number. There is a time that is your mm-hmm. score kind of. And like, so first, second, third makes more sense to me than sometimes with gymnastics. Like we're human beings. There's a human bias. Right. Uh, well, it's just crazy how much like a point, like, oh, a point. It's if you crazy. look at the top seven for bars, they're all within a point. The yeah. first place has 15.9. Then Gabby came in seventh and is 15.066. So right. all of them are within a hundredth of a, like nine hundredth right. of a point. I would just love to be a fly on the wall in the judges. Oh, so, yeah. I, like, what are they saying? What could possibly shred just? Well, yeah, actually on the beam, we didn't talk about this, but they can contest their scores. So, like, uh, I believe both Lori and uh, Marine Boyer from France contested their scores. They, like, went to the judges and said, like, I want a, a recount, essentially. And I, I read online, um, NBC actually tweeted it, that every time you do that in the Olympics, you literally have to hand the judges $300 cash. How sketchy is that? Wait, you have to pay them? Yes. And then they actually both got rejected, so they didn't get any additional points. Well, do you get your money back? No. If you pay, you don't If you <laughs> don't get your money back. That's to be a done deal. You yeah. have to know. Yeah. So they, to, which is like, seems like so shifty. Like, what is we're the in money? the Olympics. Yeah. Why are you What doing does that, that money go towards? <laughs> Beats me. Maybe the judges get to pocket it. Who oh, knows? maybe. Who For freaking knows? Yeah. Such a strange thing. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. Isn't that really weird? Because I, I know that they do that like in competitions, and I would imagine it would go to like you know, funding future competitions and whatnot. But, like, with the Olympics, I didn't know that they actually did that. And it's a heftier price. I heard at the Nationals competitions and stuff, it's, like, $100. Here, it's $300. Oh, So, my like, gosh. literally, you probably have to carry wads of cash with you into gymnastics <laughs> Well, where finals. do they put it in their leotard? I'm sure the coaches will. I also read <laughs> that those leotards, you can get deductions if, like, any of your bra straps show or anything. Right. So they have to have, like, tape, body tape underneath those. I always... And also, like... TMI, but the waxing situation has to be amazing I on those leotards. Don't even want to. Don't know. even want to know. So these women have to be in pristine oh, shape. One hundred percent. Well, that's interesting you say that because a, a few years ago there was that movie Stick It, yeah, and they made such a big point about pulling their bra straps out because one girl got caught up, called out, and they were trying to make a point that it's not yeah. fair. But I never really actually knew that you, you, you know. get deductions. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you don't. They they can't afford like we see here all within a, a hundredth of a point. You can't afford any. Any mistakes. So oh my gosh. You have enough pressure. You can't have to worry about your outfit. Which, by the <laughs> way... your the, undergarments. Those leotards cost like $1,500 each, these ones for the Olympics, because they have all real, real Swarovski crystals on them. Yeah, they are just... Blinging out. Yeah. The whole, like, get-up for the entire gymnastics, like, for one girl, for the week or two weeks that they're there, is like $12,000, I read oh online. Gosh. You could, like, buy wedding gowns galore. So how do they even <laughs> afford to contest their scores? Yeah, that's All their money point. has to go towards their outfits. Come I don't on. think that they're paying for it, yeah. but who knows. At this point, they're all making a lot of money. I see Simone flipping around in Tide commercials and... Yes, I just saw that last yeah. night. And I wonder when she filmed that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, she's professional. She's gone pro, so she can do it. And I know Allie just decided she was going pro instead mm-hmm. of going to University of Florida. Madison is not going pro, so she will not be doing commercials. She's going to UCLA. I plan on going to watch her because <laughs> we're here in LA and I'm going to go see Madison at some point this year. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, next let's talk about the vault finals, um, where Simone took home her first individual event gold with a 15.966. So I know that, like, Simone's difficulty scores are higher and everything, but, like, this is still a crazy good score. Oh, yeah. Like, she had such, such little deduction. So what they do for the vault finals is you do two vaults, and then they average your scores. And so that means, like, her one score was, like, a 16, and the other was, like, a 15.9 or something, like... To, to not only do one so perfectly, but have to do another right after. Like, you see the power they run, and she's so little, but gets so high. 
She it's gets insane. air. She gets, she gets serious air. air. She flies. This girl can fly like no one else. Um, and then second place is Maria Paseka from Russia with a 15.253 with silver. Um, and then third was Julia Steingruber from Switzerland with a 15.216. And she's actually the first uh, female Swiss athlete or gymnast, I believe, to ever medal. Wow. Which, like, I love stories like that because I saw, I went on her Instagram today and everyone commenting on it was saying, like, you're our hero. And so it's amazing because, like, we, in America here, it's, like, everything is, like, Phelps, Katie Ledecky, Simone. But, like, these people are bringing so much joy to their countries all around the world. No matter what medal they get, they're just going to the Olympics and representing. Oh, 100%. And you can also see that with Brazil. Like, they're yeah. so excited that really are. someone from their team is just bringing home the gold, you know? Yeah, in this case, the bronze. The bronze. You know what? It just, doesn't even matter. Just meddling. To be an Olympic medalist, like, you've accomplished... These people are younger than I am, and they've accomplished more in their lives probably than I ever <laughs> will. Like, it's amazing. It really is amazing, amazing right. to watch. Um, and like we said, they're so young. I mean, our team, we have Simone, who's 19, Gabby's 20, Madison's 19, Lori's 16, and then Allie's 22, and they call Allie Grandma. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm 22. Does oh, that mean I'm a grandma? Yeah, Uh-oh. I guess so. I'd be a grandma <laughs> in gymnastics. I'm not kidding. I watch this and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start training and like I'm going to be a gymnast. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> we'll see you at the Olympics in eight years, Danny. Yeah, I'll be watching. Eight years, I'll be the oldest gymnast there. <laughs> Actually, no, I won't. Because as we're talking about vault, we should talk about. I believe her name is um, Os. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. She's from Uz- Uzbekistan, Ooh. and her name is Okasana. She's 41 years old, and she performed in these vault finals. Wow. And so she's, I believe, on her seventh Olympics. I don't want to misspeak. I have it in my notes. I apologize. Um, yeah, it's her seventh Olympics. Um, and she's not just showing up. Like, she's not just like, I'm here. She's making it to the event finals for her favorite event, which is vault. Um, and she wasn't just, like, doing an easy vault. She did a 17-level difficulty vault. Oh she did this, like, triple flip in the air and ended up landing on her knees. But, like, it's still amazing. She has a 16-year-old son who's the same age as the girl she's competing against. Like, what do you think about this? That's crazy. Well, I wonder if he was there... Is he like mom set me up with Lori yeah, exactly. Hernandez? Yeah, exactly. Talking to all the other, <laughs> other the other gymnasts, but I mean, I'm just sure he's. I mean, if that was your mom, I would be so proud, proud. and I'd be flaunting it and telling everyone that was my mom. Like, there's there's no other reaction you can have. It's amazing, and I mean, I think it's just like such a testament to the human body. Like, we can do anything, mm-hmm. and I feel like so many people just because you're a mom or just because you're a certain age, like, think that you can't do something, but you absolutely can. Like, she's 41 years old and she's defying all the odds. Like, people always say gymnastics is like when you're a teenager and you see all these Chinese gymnasts who are mm-hmm. 15, 16 years old that look really, really young, and you compare that to her, who's in her 40s, who I feel like I could see her again in 2020 showing up, you know? Right. Well, it's crazy how much they say that, you know, it's mind over body. Yeah, that's true. If you just put your mind to it and you keep practicing, I mean, I'm on the treadmill for one minute and (laughs) want to quit, but like, good for her. She's, you know, defying odds and going for it. I mean, she's still jacked too. If you look at her body, she has like a six pack and her legs are like extremely strong. I mean, just to do the vault, to come at it at that sprint and like have to really pound your legs in there, it's it's amazing. Um, Also, speaking of the, the Chinese gymnasts i feel like because they're so tiny like i was looking at a lot of their um their weights and like just the size of these girls is so much smaller than someone like I, julia steingruber from switzerland who's i believe like five three at least these girls which are is tall tall which for is tall. gymnastics yeah it really is these chinese girls can't even compress the springboard enough to get as much air on the vault which is such an important part because you do your tricks all in the air right and so it's harder for them i feel like to be able to succeed in this event when 
they're like literally physically challenged, I feel like almost. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I look at them and I know that they're like 15, 16 years old, but just their whole physique is so much like if you look at someone like Allie Raisman, like she looks like a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, she's crazy toned and has the most beautiful body, but like she looks like a, a young adult right. rather than like some of these young women literally look like kids still. Right. Well, maybe that almost helps their cause because I. It, it could does. make them more aerodynamic. It you know, does. they're lighter. I mean, on the bars and stuff, they're, it really does mm-hmm. help. They're amazing. Um, I was, I was, uh, I believe, uh, Shang Chu Sun came in fifth on on the bars, and she came in fourth overall uh, in the women's all around. And I remember just like watching her cry, like broke my heart. Whenever I see these kids like break down, right, it kills me because they work so damn hard. They work harder in like one day than I probably have at anything in my whole life. So like to watch them, like. I, I feel like I, I want to, like, give them all a hug. <laughs> it's like, I'll comfort you. But I know. it's crazy because it's their whole entire life. It is. And then it's over within, you know, two minutes or, you know, however long it takes for a routine. But it's just crazy. The dis- I could not imagine the disappointment that, I know. You know would come. I mean, I, 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 I sound, like, bitter, but I feel like if I went to the Olympics and did all that, I'd even be bitter if I got, like, silver. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, if yeah. I'm working this hard, like, I want to win it. Right, exactly. And I think that's how a lot of them feel. So, yeah. to us, it's like, you know, oh, why are you so upset? Like, you went to the Olympics, but for them, this is their whole entire right. life. It's what they're working Been building for. up to this moment. Yeah, and I actually, uh, Shang Chu Sun is the 16-year-old Chinese gymnast who... Her mom was, uh, right when she made the Chinese national team, her mom was diagnosed with lung cancer and passed away right after. So, like, to have to go through that, too, and then compete. It's like, this girl has dedicated her life. Like, I feel like, if anything, maybe hopefully it's been a good outlet for her with all of the stuff she's gone through. But, like, I feel like I'm hoping we see her again in in 2020. I know the Chinese, like, keep their gymnasts really young, but I'm hoping we see some of them again. Like, the, the, like, fourth and fifth placers that I know could come back strong. Um... Definitely. We'll see. Yeah, it was it was really fun to watch them. They're they're really talented. They're all really talented. Um, and then next up is the women's floor, which is my favorite. Floor is my absolute favorite. Like I feel like you really get to see the gymnast personality, right? Because they get to like choose their own music, and I mean they better freaking love the music because <laughs> they probably listen to it I millions mean, of times. It looks like they do. They're all vibing to it. Like so much sass, it's all on point. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, if you watch Simone's floor, she like does these like two body rolls at one point <laughs> in it. I feel like I know their floor routines now because for Simone and Allie specifically, we saw them do it in the qualifying and then we saw them do it in the team all around then the individual all around and now in the event come on Dana let's see you let's get up let's see you do it should I do Allie I think you should Allie uh, how does Allie start Allie like starts like like (laughs) no they they do like the whole this is how I look like a Hawaiian dancer but that's how she starts this is her starting pose (laughs) what what was yours well give me your starting pose my starting pose would be um it'd be like like (laughs) such a diva you know Lori Hernandez gives gives a wink to the judges before she starts, which maybe, I think is so cute. Well, maybe she doesn't even th- need three hundred dollars to. You no, know, she doesn't. She'll just give. I wonder. I I heard the the announcers, uh, the commentators were actually being like, I wonder if there's a deduction for that. They're like, she's so. The U.S. is so far ahead at this point in the team finals that it doesn't <laughs> matter. Take off a tenth of a point. For they winking. can afford. We it. can afford it. Or we we. I mean, we really like came crazy ahead in the in the women's team. We were at one eighty four point eight nine seven when Russia, who was right behind us, came in with a one seventy six. So, like, eight points behind us, which is crazy that, like... So, we could afford a tenth of a point for a wink. Just a wink. Can't even wink. See, that's where I'm at right now. Um, so, yeah, uh, as as we're talking about this, you'll notice that Gabby Douglas actually only made the bars finals, which is interesting. And, you know, she's getting a lot of a lot of heat on social media right now, which I don't like. People are giving her a lot of crap for, like, not putting her hand over her heart during the national anthem or 
They're saying she's just been like sour and bitter because she's not winning things like she was last time. But it's like, give the girl a break. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, I just think it's so funny when people go on Twitter or social media and, you know, they give these girls criticism. Like, you go up there and do that. Yeah. I want to see you do that and see how you do. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, I can agree that, like, there are some of the girls that are... We have three alternates in Rio. We have uh, Reagan, Smith, um, Michaela Skinner, and Ashton Locklear. And they all came, like, either ahead of Gabby or just behind Gabby in the trials. And so... Yeah, maybe it would have been nice to see one of them again, but, like, hopefully we'll be able to see them in 2020 and, like, we're giving Gabby her last shot, you know, at winning. And, I mean, to be honest, Gabby absolutely killed it in the um, team finals where she got a 15.766 on the uneven bars, which helped us get our team gold, you know? Right, so she's so contributing like, just as much she's as She's contributing. I, I, her and Madison Koshin, like, I don't want them to be outshined this year by, like, the Simone Biles show. You know, because I feel like it really is, which which is well-deserving. But I need, like, all these gymnasts to have ample credit. Like, Allie Raceman has come in, like, second a lot this year. And, you know, she got her gold for floor back in 2012. But she is an insanely talented gymnast, great role model, like, mm-hmm. consistent through through and through. Right. Like, I don't want them to be outshined just because Simone is, like, the best gymnast in the world. Well, it's so sweet because I feel like, I feel like that team of girls is so supportive of each other nonetheless. But... Um, Ali actually shared when she, in an interview, she said that, you know, to come in second next to Simone Biles is like coming in first. Yeah. It is so, really sweet. I mean, these girls are just so supportive of each other. I'm sure, you know, Gabby is having the best time with them there. And you know what? It does suck. You know, she was kind of the, at the forefront, you know, at she the was, last She has her own Barbie. <laughs> Girl has her own Barbie. That's when you know so you made it. That's when you know you made it. Not when you get gold, but when you get your own Barbie <laughs> and when you get your own Chipotle card. So, um, yeah. Gabby, get on that. But they probably all have You know, them. it's just such an amazing friendship that they've, you know, um, accumulated. And, you know, these girls love each other. So they I have feel bonds like, for life, these Yeah. Girls. So I feel like, you know, they're only, you know, building each other up and social media is kind of... Bringing you know, them down. It yeah. is. You know, it's, it's hard because they're such, like, an empowering, strong group of young women. I such prefer these kind of role models to, like, a lot of the reality stars that are out there. Like, these are teenage, young 20s girls that, like, I want someone like my future kids to look up to, you know? And... I, I don't like that the internet trolls are bringing someone like Gabby down because they're like, oh, she's had this work done or she's had the, she's a sour because she's not covering, you know, she's not patriotic or whatever. It was just like, she's probably freaking exhausted. <laughs> like, these girls are up. I don't know if you've seen their, they're on the Today Show in the morning, so they're up yeah. at like five in the morning and holding their eyes open. hangry. They are hangry, oh, I am sure. I'm sure. Well, actually, Simone eats pizza after every competition, apparently. That's, she like, her really? thing. Yeah, she, like, has a pizza shirt that she wears. <laughs> She's so cute. I love her. It's my like, kind of girl. Yeah, she really is. She, like, has been tweeting back at everyone this whole week, like, all these celebrities that have been tweeting at her. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait till they come home. Like, are they just going to, like, be all over TV for the next month? Oh, I'm sure. I can't I'm sure. wait. Like, I hope they're, like, on all the talk morning talk shows and everything. Like, I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun to have them it's back in the U.S. definitely going to be a big time for them. All the morning talk shows are going to have them. They're going to have, you know, eye on them. Eye yeah. is already on them. Yeah, and it's crazy because I feel like someone like Simone, who was already kind of a celebrity in the gymnastics community, I mean, before this, she had, like, 300,000 followers on Instagram. Now she already has almost 2 million. So, like, coming home to the U.S. is going to be crazy for her because now she's, like, a national hero. Like, I saw this um, thing from the New York Times. It was, like, a picture, a cartoon of her, and it was, like, at least someone's making America great again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was great. But it was just, like, she's going to come home, and I feel like she's not going to be used to, like, being recognized everywhere, and now her life is about to totally 180 change. Oh, def- well, it's funny because I feel like 
you know, the Olympics and all of our, you know, as you call them, U.S. heroes, they've totally taken precedence, you know, over politics for right now. They have. It's the biggest thing in America right now. So, I mean. And it's giving me, like, a lot of, um, like, pride in my country, and I'm feeling really patriotic, so, like, let's not mess it up. Okay, y'all? Just vote for someone Don't mess it up. Vote for someone. I'm not going to say. Yeah, Simone Biles Biles for president. I'm all for that. Um, anyway, back to floor. So uh, third place for floor was uh, Amy Tinkler from Great Britain, who got a 14.933. Um, stuck her landings, great routine. Hadn't heard a lot from her this entire you know competition, aka the Olympics. So I was excited to get a medal for someone new. I always like you know to kind of spread it out as much as we can, like get as many people medals as possible because these people all work so hard. Like like I said, like even the people that just qualify for these events are so talented. So. Share the wealth. Share the freaking wealth. Um, then next up, this is where my um, complaints about judging being subjective comes in. Allie Raceman, who is my favorite on floor. By far, always has been, probably always will be. Had a 15.5. And I watched this routine, and me and the commentators both agreed that, like, this was the best she's done it. And so, and I mean, with the with last week's, she got a, um, like, 15, I forget what she got on four, um, 15, I don't remember what she got on four, but she did amazing on four in the team, and she did amazing on four in the individual. The individual on four actually got her her all-around silver for the individual. So it's like, it's hard for me to agree with them on that one. I don't know, like, do you, do you think that they go in with any bias? Or, I mean, I, I, I don't know them, so I don't really know what the deal is, but it's hard. It's really hard, and I think, I mean, how can you not have bias? It's not like a jury where the jury's kind of completely taken out yeah. of the situation. These but... must be, like, gymnastics specialists, so they know the scene. Yeah. They know who's favored going in. Like, I feel like figure skating, even, like, to that, right. the Winter Olympics, like, you know that, they knew that Simone was coming in and she was the favorite champion. And I do think that Simone's difficulty level on this event was higher, so... What, the way it works is, like, when your difficulty level is higher, then even if you get more deductions, you're still going to win mm-hmm. because there's less, there's there's more for you to take from. There's, like, a bigger pot. So, like, yes, Simone um, had a, a more difficult routine, but I think that Allie, like, stuck her landings better. And, like, I liked her music better. I liked her energy better. Like, I just feel like maybe I'm biased because I love Allie, but I don't know. Like, this one was really, really close. Even if Allie had gotten, like, closer to Simone's score, I think it would have been happier. I think she got a little ripped off here with a 15.5. I mean, I completely agree. I don't know. I felt like Allie was just hitting her marks. She was. She stuck the landings amazing. Her first pass that she does, I don't even, I I literally wrote down what she does because I can't even say it. She does, like, she does this, like, double Arabian layout that she, she lands and in her landing she, like, rebounds and does another trick. You see that? How, like, instead of, like, just landing, she'll, like, land and then do another flip or something she like, goes right insane. into it she goes right into it it's amazing so and like her momentum is just insane it really insane. is i feel like she has magnets in her feet <laughs> to the ground because someone like i think that simone has magnets like to the ceiling right. because she can get so much air i saw this funny um gif online of like simone doing her floor routine and then she does a flip and then someone edited it so like she goes into outer space <laughs> and then comes back down and sticks i mean the might as well might as well <laughs> it's kind of what's been happening she gets for someone so small like i literally thought there must be a trampoline under that floor with the amount of air she gets it's i mean nuts. it's literally all in, like the push off from her hand. she it's... must have such strong like arms and mm-hmm. legs i mean she does like i watched her do this thing on youtube where she climbs a rope oh with gosh. um just her arms like with no legs which is insane she right. could just like boop boop well, it's insane too because when they slow mo, you see her land in full. It's almost like a squat. It's like in position. Yeah. So it's like, 
it's crazy how, yeah exactly the impacts on her knees but the fact that she's just able to stick it and just she yeah. kind of springs up and it, it absorbs all the shock yeah it really is i feel like it, it as much as like i hate seeing people fall there was um this yeah, young woman sita from russia who in the individual all around fell a couple times during the four and I, as much as i hate seeing someone fall it almost like humanized the event again for me because it's like we see someone like ali and simone just stick it time and time again that you forget how hard it is you really do like they make it look so effortless so clean that like the littlest things they get points out for. Like, Allie, they were saying, you know, her knees were a little bit apart. Or, like, Simone crosses her toes. And, like, that that gets a deduction. Like, you literally right. have to be... To get a perfect score is actually impossible. Well, it's insane because these girls are so perfect that they're looking for those tiny little... Tiny. Not even mistakes, but just the tiny little Deductions, details. Deductions, yeah. as we call them in gymnastics. Yeah, it really is crazy. Um, and I'm really sad because that is the end of gymnastics for the Olympics. I mean, that's my... I, I literally wait four years every four years to see Olympic gymnastics. It's amazing. It really is. It's like the best of the best in the world. I can't get enough of it. These are like the most... I, I Maybe I'm, again, biased, but like I feel like the, gym, the gymnasts are like the most talented athletes at this Olympics. Like I know the swimmers and the track people are crazy and good in shape. But, like, get them up on a balance beam and let's see what they can do. Well, it's also, I feel like, the most visually stimulating. With, it is. you know, swimming there in the water. I mean, it's really cool to see, especially when Michael Phelps is just yeah. soaring in front of everyone. Yeah. And especially, you know, um, with track, it's crazy to see how fast they go. But, you know, there's just flips involved and turns involved and just so many tricks. And you're you're just in awe the entire time. Yeah, the, the like, gravity of what these people do. Like, they are actually from another planet. Like, I don't even know where to begin they train their entire lives like a lot of these girls like move away from their families because i know the the woga the world olympic gymnastics academy is in uh dallas texas or oh, something wow. so really like, impressed that yeah i know that because uh my co-host last week her sister is a college gymnast who like competes oh, wow. with all of them and so she was she went there which is like they literally have to give up their lives some people move their families across the country to go to things like this and so it really is like their entire life their entire you know everything and so I sometimes like think what are they gonna like what next you know like for Allie Raceman someone who you know I think this may be closer to the end of her Olympics career what is she gonna do next is she gonna be a coach is she gonna I don't I don't know right well I definitely think it'll gymnastics will always be in her life in yeah. some way shape or form totally um she, I think her body needs a rest <laughs> these girls all need like a, a hot a bath <laughs> an ice bath seriously will. I hope they all like take a vacation and enjoy themselves it's very well deserved they're all coming home with like tons of jewelry like all the big medals you know what i mean like not a single one of them is leaving rio without a medal well what do you think they do after the olympics where do you think they go disneyland i would i would go to disneyland i would go to disneyland it really is it's amazing i i mean i feel like if anything they kind of just want to like like exhale go home be with their families and like celebrate with their family and friends and like honestly like all my all their friends like if if it was my friend i'd want to like try on the gold medal (laughs) it's 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 an amazing thing to be able to bring home like i feel like they're gonna be like celebrities for forever now and i'm really excited to see what else is to come for all of them i hope one of them is on dancing with the stars i feel like Lori would be amazing because she's so sassy and cute and gives gives winks to the judges already. I feel like we could de- get her on dancing. Right with the stars. or Allie with her. Just- Allie's been on it, so oh, she yeah, can't. Exactly. So she can't go back. But I'm maybe Simone. With someone like Simone, I feel like they're like we don't want to get her hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Like cause we want her back in the Olympics in four years. So 
We'll see. Um, but that concludes our gymnastics coverage for this week. Um, thank you guys for watching. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, where can they find you on social media? Well, you can find my personal account on Instagram, Liza E-R. Or you can find my food account for tasty, you know, travels at Fat But Skinny But Fat. Make sure you guys check that out for real. It's really, really amazing. Um, and my name is Danny Golub. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. Thank you so much for tuning in. We had a lot of fun. Bye, y'all. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.